0: Epic year, and uh, somebody said to me, you've never used the word epic before. It's not like it's a complicated word, but anyway. uh, So epic means great, heroic, impressive, and majestic. How many know that's the kind of year we're going into? And I just want you to know it has already started off well because the Aberdeen girls beat the Hoquim girls Friday night. And I don't know if she's here, but Aaliyah... You should tell her she, she she did a great job. I just I want you to know Hoquim played well as as well Just to prove it the Hoquim boys lost to Aberdeen in double overtime to, uh, to Aberdeen and Ethan Morrill back here Ethan come on stand up. He did a great job He felled out, but he did good. All right, but we won and we lot won in double overtime. So that was fun. All right our theme for this year it seems like everybody's it's just kind of a natural, so I don't know if it's spiritual, but I believe it's spiritual for us. Our theme this year is 2020 Vision. That means uh, for us that we're going to go into this uh, year looking at everything, hopefully, through 2020 Spiritual Vision. So let's lift up our Bibles, smartphones, iPads, uh, whatever you have your Bible on, and let's make our prayer declaration together. Say this with me. This is my Bible. God's holy word. This book is alive and is powerful. I read other books, but this is the only book that reads me. There are many opinions, but this is the only opinion that counts. Today, I declare by faith, I can do all that says I can do. I can be all that says I can be. And I can have all that says I can have. Today, I ask the Lord Jesus, the living word, to take his written word and personalize it for my life so I can leave here changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Ecclesiastes, it's a great book, and uh, chapter 7, they say Solomon wrote this book so you can learn from Solomon's life. Verse 8 says this, the end of a matter is better than its beginning, and patience is is better than pride. The New Living says it this way. Finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. And the message I think even says it better, verse eight through 10. Endings are better than beginnings. Sticking to it is better than standing out. So in other words, it's saying here, if you're a person who starts things but never finishes them, eventually that will be your reputation. Like for instance, Um, How many started to lose weight in 2019 but did not? No, don't raise your hand. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, we'll check with you at the end of 2020. (laughs) Okay. Verse 9 says, don't be quick to fly off the handle. Anger boomerangs. You can spot a fool by the lumps on his head. i had a few of those. Verse 10, don't always be asking where our... The good old, Where are the good old days? Wise folks don't ask questions like that. In other words, we make the good old days. Verse 11. Wisdom is better than it's when it's paired with money, especially if you get both while you're still living. If you have to pick between the two, pick wisdom, but I'm wisdom with money is better. Double protection. Wisdom and wealth plus this bonus. Wisdom energizes its owner. Now, These verses are telling us to look back and see what you started and to see if you finished it and evaluate to see if things like anger or uh, a lack of wisdom or money stopped you from finishing what God put in your heart to do. So let's take a look back at 2019 and see what uh, we uh, started and hopefully accomplished as a church. And we said just a a number of months ago that we believed that God called us in 2019. We did a series called Tent Pegs and uh, we talked about enlargement and how God called is calling us to enlarge this place personally and corporately. So in 2019, this is what it'll be on the screen that you can see this is what we accomplished. Salvations in 2019, four hundred and sixty-eight salvations. That's amazing. Come on, we can give the Lord again. That's 65 more than 2018. Baptisms, almost 60, 58 baptisms. 2018, we only had 15. That's, that's another miracle. If, you have not, if you've given your life to Christ, but have not been baptized, you need to do it. Don't make the excuse, well, I'm embarrassed. I, I just don't like getting up in front of people. Just do what Jesus says, okay? And uh, it'll make you feel better and us, all right? 2019, adults, And attendance, 16,348, kids 5,037, total attendance 21,385, average weekly attendance 411.25. I'm not sure who that quarter person is, but so we'll just round it out to 412, all right? The average attendance in 2018, 393, so we've uh, uh, approximately increased by 5%. Now, here's where we need some work. Fresh Start. So let me just say this. People get saved. Most of them are not from this area. Many come from Harbor Crest and different places around the nation and countries. But uh, Fresh Start is also our foundational class for new believers, new Christians. We had 17 complete all of the classes. But I want you to know that each class is topical. So when people look at it, they might say, oh, I want to know about that topic. And they'll come in and attend it. So we had many more than the 17. And then, let me just say this, equip classes, we had uh, 37 complete, and That's a pro- we had approximately 70 that started, and uh, uh, I want to encourage you to, if you, did, if you started it, didn't finish it, get back there, because we need you on the team, so finish what you started, no condemnation, just we want you on our team, all right? Now, we started for the first time, uh, Lois and I started a group in our home called Freedom, and we had 17 people start that. 12 completed the 12 lessons. Five were able to attend the Freedom Encounter. So we believe that uh, we need more freedom groups. So along with Celebrate Recovery, we're going to have freedom groups. We have five new ones starting in January, and you'll get to see that in the brochure. So if you want to get signed up for that, grab a brochure and get signed up for small groups. Our missions giving year-to-date. Local, we gave away almost $15,000, dollars Nationally, uh, we gave around uh, 14000 Internationally, we gave 12787 12, for a total of 41617 and 54 cents, All right. Now, we'll give you more on the finances here in about four to six weeks when our uh, year-end report comes uh, from Cheney and Associates and let you know more about that. But you need to remember this. We paid off our mortgage in January of $250,000. That's huge. We became debt-free, and we've been able to build our savings so that we have six months in reserve in the bank. That's that's huge. And we were able to add some new staff, and our finances grew. We've not received a building permit for the four-year that we want to put in on back here uh, because the city's still kind of not sure what to do with us, but uh, but what we did do is we put in new lights around the building, and we're putting them in the parking lot, and uh, we still brought in more than we spent. All right? I mean, that's a good year. All right, come on. Now, let me give you a, a good way to share our values. Here's our values summarized. Uh, we have several values. We call them the, the uh, 10 Gs that are out there on the wall, but summarizing them, this is how to do it. If somebody asks you what, what is Harbor City Church all about? It's K-F-D-M, all right? K, it stands for, and this is the culture we're trying to build here. K stands for people coming to know Jesus. F stands for finding freedom. How many of you know you get saved, but you still need to get free? So many people have stuff in their lives that they're battling, and we want to help you get free of those things. We call them strongholds, whatever, but they're things that have a grip, a stronghold on your life. So if you have a hurt habit or hang up, You've been fighting for years. You need to get involved in Celebrate Recovery. You need to go through a freedom group, and it's not about addictions to drugs. It's about hurts, habits, and hang-ups. That's what it's about. So we want to help you get involved with that. Then once you do that, you can easily go through D, which is discover your purpose. This is where you get involved through Fresh Start, Equip classes, small groups, and then you're going to hear about Prime. Prime is learning how to develop a worldview to live your life through, and you're going to hear that uh, more about that through Cameron, our youth pastor, in a couple weeks to tell you how adults and kids can get involved in developing a worldview. And lastly, the letter M, which means go and make a difference. You were never meant to sit in your pew. You were meant to make a difference, all right? All right, let's talk about... uh, Understanding natural vision as we go into 2020 vision, uh, Proverbs 20 verse 12 says this: "The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both." So, for us to understand the kind of vision that God talks about for our lives, it's important for us to understand the natural and not just the spiritual. First Corinthians 15:46. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural, and afterward, the spiritual. The New Living says it this way, what comes first is a natural body, then the spiritual body comes later. So there are several aspects to our natural vision. If you want to understand spiritual vision, look to the natural. And uh, I had the privilege to go to a, a vision open, open house at Vision Health uh, a few weeks ago in Olympia. And there are several, they, when I walked in, there were several stations there to evaluate different areas or different kinds of vision. And I went to some of the stations. I always thought that vision was more about nearsighted and farsighted. In fact, I read better up close with my glasses off than I do with them on. But when I went in there, I found out there were several stations. One was called eye-focusing, another one eye-tracking, depth perception. Uh, I took it up there, and I, I flunked the test, but I took it here today, and I, I passed it like flying colors. You know. but anyway, vision, uh, visual processing, and eye teaming. So needless to say, I thought I was just um, seeing or vision was just seeing up close and far away, but it, that was not the case. So I know there are some more, uh, more areas of vision, but this gives you uh, a little insight to what leads to evaluating 2020 vision. And uh, let me just say this. Our eyes are the most sophisticated camera in the world. They are better than the iPhone 11. Come on. I, how many have seen some of the advertisements that the iPhone 11 can do? They're pretty amazing. But our eyes are the lenses, reflection, and the communication with sends sight to our brains. So to help you understand natural vision, I thought I would bring an expert in today. And I brought in, we have today with us Dr. Baxter from Vision Health, who is my brother-in-law. You can call him Rickers if you want. And he is Lois' brother. Would you stand and give a big... Warm welcome, Harbor City Church welcome, to Dr. Baxter. <laughs> Th-
1: thanks, Duggers. So I'm, I'm here because Doug, like all really great pastors, sees spiritual realities in physical realities. And uh, he always does that. He sees stuff all the same. So he that, says, that'll, that'll preach. I like that. And um, so when he was up, we had an open house a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month or something ago. We were launching a new specialty area of my practice called Vision Therapy. And when Doug kind of went through that thing, he said, he says, wow, this, th- what you're talking about here, what you're doing here in terms of natural vision has an awful lot of, um, a lot of th- carry through to the spiritual vision. And so he asked me if I would come down and just share for a few minutes about natural vision. So what Vision Therapy does, kind of in a nutshell – it identifies underdeveloped visual skills that are preventing or hindering people from achieving their full visual potential or their fi- full performance or their full life pr- potential because their eyes don't work properly. They may see things clearly but they don't know, their brain doesn't know really what to do. Not all the wires are connected properly in order for them to process and and do something with their, the visual input that, that they receive. So the visual skills that i'm referring to are things like visual acuity which is what everybody thinks of when they think of vision that's uh, that's the cl- the or the clarity of a vision how clearly do we see things um, in my world it's it has to do with subtending subtending arc angles of vision and and how big of a of an image can you see at a given distance and it's graded on a certain standard and it's what we think of as 2020 and that's that's a big one it's important i mean that's what was talking about, he, his vision wasn't clear, so he had nearsightedness and he couldn't see clearly and that's important. But there are other visual skills that are equally or perhaps more so important. Now the things like that you referenced, visual processing skills, depth recession, eye teaming, those are the things that take the visual input and allow us to work with it, allow it to interpret our world um, with it. Uh, the, the visual acuity gets it to our retinas and the retina is then transcended to the brain, and that's where these other visual seals come in. So we learn to interpret it. People need vision therapy because they have underdeveloped visual skills. They, they lack the ability to complete the visual process um, and to do things like they, they see things clearly, um, but they can't read. Or they, or they have a hard time remembering what they read. Or they have to read the same thing three or four times but they see double when they try to read. Um, and they thought everybody saw double, but that's not necessarily the case. And so, and so they come to us and our job as vision therapists is to um, train their brains how to work the way they ought to work so that they can take visual information and really function fully and efficiently and accurately with that visual information. Does that make sense? Okay. And, um, and when Doug and I were talking, I came to, as I listened to him talk, I realized that he recognizes that many of us have a similar problem in our spiritual lives. We have problems with our spiritual acuity. Um, and, it, and it might manifest in that, you know, if you find yourself reading a section of scripture, and you read through the, scri- the scripture and you get to the end and you realize, I, I know what all those words mean. Um, and I know what they say, but for the life of me, I don't really know what that means to me and in my situation. And how does it apply to my situation? Or you're going through your day, and you come against a situation, you think, ah, uh, what would Jesus do here? And you think, I don't know, i got no idea. And we have no idea because we have underdeveloped spiritual processes, our, our spiritual skills have not been have not been developed and trained to the point that they need to be trained. Um, we don't know we don't know what to do with the spiritual insights insights that we get, and I kind of have a sense that that's what Pastor Doug part of what he wants to do with his twenty twenty series is take each of you and train you what to do. Try to enhance your spiritual skills so you know what to do with the spiritual insights that God gives you, so you know how to act on the promptings of the Holy Spirit and how to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. How do you see with your spiritual eyes so that you can be effectively used to the extent that God wants to use you? So, so that's it. Um, <laughs> so, Doug, thanks for uh, thanks for letting me come down. It's uh, always nice to come back home to Aberdeen, born and raised here with Lois. and um, Don't yeah. you just
0: love my brother-in-law? He's a great guy. <laughs> he... he I just want you to know, when I said, hey, will you come and speak? He goes, no. So I just, this was Amen. like pulling teeth, but he made it, and I just love my brother-in-law. Well, my sister-in-law is here somewhere, too. Are they, did they step out? They're out yeah, they're yeah, they're out in the foyer yeah. drinking coffee, and didn't want to hear me twice. Okay, there you go. And, you know, spiritual vision really is, like you said, it's just like natural vision, where... Uh, I c- I feel like I can see far-sighted. I'm f- so far-sighted means you can see far away. Uh, Rick did not explain your 2020 vision in the sense that 20. If you're 2015, you can see uh, 20 feet away what somebody can see 15 feet away from. Is that correct? Yep. Pretty yeah, close. pretty close. And if you're 2010, you can see at 20 feet what takes somebody to see 10 feet. So for me. I feel like oftentimes I can see where we're going as a church and where God wants to take us, but when it comes to nearsighted, here's what happens. I'll say, this is where I think God's taking us, and my wife, Jen, left, not so much her husband, but Rachel, they'll say, well, did you think about this? And they're thinking about all the details. That's what I call nearsighted. I don't like nearsighted. I don't care about it. that's, That's all about, all right, here we go. Spiritual vision, all right? Proverbs 29, 18, just like the actual uh, eyes, I just want to say, are sophisticated cameras. Our spiritual eyes are even more sophisticated for our souls and our spirits. All right? So, Proverbs 29, and this is the voice translation Where there is no vision from God, the people run wild. Where there is no vision, the people perish, in the King James. Another translation says it this way Where there is no redemptive revelation, People cast off restraint. In other words, seeing from God is what restrains your life, and it's a good way and not a bad way. There are a lot of people I know who try to live out God's vision and purpose and a life of holiness by trying to be keeping the rules and live out of self-discipline, and uh, that was never God's intention. I'm saying those things are good, but your own effort on your own will never work. Spiritual vision was never meant to be. Don't, don't, don't. Uh, God meant us to live out of this. Let me show you how. Uh, let me show you what I want you to become. And as you get a picture of that, when you and I get that personal vision from our lives, that's what brings boundaries and restraints for our lives. So when we see what God has for us, it actually causes us to run after him and say no to things that would take us away from the picture he's given for our lives, and it causes us to run uh, towards him and fulfill that picture. Now, this is important. I want you to get this. It is not just the vision for my life that I am carrying, but it is also the vision God puts on his people corporately. So I was never meant to live a vision that to myself, it always involves more than myself. So your vision and my vision is directly connected to his church and the local church God's put you in and advancing his kingdom. So when I get a vision of what God has for, for his church and his kingdom and I begin to own that vision, then I can see why God gifted me the way he gifted me. So uh, I can see why, uh, why he's blessing my business I just want you guys to know, God doesn't bless businesses just for the sake of blessing a business so you can just consume it on yourself. Never. He blesses businesses, and he does it so you can extend the kingdom. He, he increases the sphere of your influence that, that he wants you to walk into because it, it, it always affects more people. It's always a matter of focus in the spirit. So what is it that he wants you and I to focus on? A key verse, and I think we should all read this together. Read this with me, 2 Corinthians 4:18. So, we do not set our sights on the things we can see with our eyes. All of that is fleeting. It will eventually fade away. Instead, we focus on the things we cannot see, which will last forever. Now, let's think about this verse for a moment. God is telling us, don't focus on... On the things you can see, that, that doesn't mean you'll walk around like this, but he's saying focus on the invisible. Now, he, he, so he's telling us the things that we can see, like our jobs, our careers, our boats, cars, Seahawks, money. Now, God wants to bless your life, but that is not to be our focus. As Christians, we are to focus on the invisible, which is what? Here's what it is. The invisible are the things of the Spirit, which is eternity, the kingdom of God, the fruits of the Spirit, the character of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, the people who have not come to Christ yet. We can't see with our natural eyes, but when we lean in with our spirits, we can see some things that are not yet here. So let me give you a, a, a definition of a Greek phrase. It's called set our sights, set our eyes. It means this. It means focus. Focus which is the Greek word, "scopio," which is where we get our English word scope, like the scope on a rifle, which means to take aim and then set as a goal. So you set the rifle, you get it in your scope, and then you set it as a goal. So the Holy Spirit is telling us, I want you to set your sights, take aim, and set your goals based on the things you cannot see in the natural right now, but in the spirit. And that's called vision, which is a spirit of wisdom and revelation that Paul prayed would be on the church. Listen, God wants you and I to see our future through God's eyes. And when you and I see our future through his eyes, you see uh, someone you haven't become yet. You see a kingdom that is not here yet, and you see influence that you haven't reached yet. So it's amazing. I'm telling you, living in the invisible realm, and I'm not saying you go around with your eyes, closed, but I am saying this. There's things that God just pops up in your life, and it's just amazing. So here's key number one to receiving 2020 spiritual vision, and that's this. All spiritual vision starts with God by seeking Him through fasting and prayer. Now, people, when I say, we need to pray about that, they always go, oh, that's awesome, let's pray. Alright, but when I throw fasting in there, I want you to know They don't like that, all right? So prayer, you need to know, is like going to the spiritual optometrist, and this is where you get to check your spiritual eyesight to see if you have 20-20 vision far away, close up, or do you need some spiritual vision therapy in your life? Now, you need to know this. King David's life advanced through fasting and prayer. Daniel's life advanced through fasting and prayer. In Daniel 10, it tells us, 21 days of fasting and prayer caused there to be war in the heavenly realms and the atmosphere above us. And these powers, were, there were principalities over Persia, which is Babylon uh, today even. It's Iraq. And, and Michael the archangel fought as, da, as, as Daniel was praying so Gabriel could get a message through to deliver it to him. And my heart is this, that our prayers will cause heaven to fight against the powers of darkness over this region and Satan and all his demons would say, what is going on down there? What We forget the church in Acts 2 was started by fasting and prayer. And I believe our prayers over the next 21 days will cause Satan and all of his demons over this region to say, I'll use football terms, why don't someone block that person? Why doesn't someone block that church? I'm telling you, people are getting saved and people are getting healed and people are getting delivered and set free and that church is getting on my nerves. Don't you want that? So then God sends more angels to help defend us, and the heavens open up to a greater measure, and the Holy Spirit and the angels of God are released to do their work, and it spreads from Grace Harbor to Olympia to Seattle to Bellingham because all the Christians begin to seek God, and all of a sudden, revival begins to break uh, break out in the Northwest, and it all started because some little podunk church in Grace Harbor started praying. Come on. That's the way it works. Now, we have started 21 days of pursuit. That's what we're calling it. We're pursuing after God. And there's a book that we're giving away free. If you haven't got it, uh, it's one per family. And there's 110 of them. I don't know how many are left. But go out to the uh, Connection Center. You can pick up this book for free. I'd like to see them all gone today. So pick them up. And in here is devotionals. 21 days. And it tells you exactly what it means to seek God and what he'll do when you seek after him. It promises in Jeremiah that when you seek after God, he will be found by you. All right, so you go after him. And, and when we talk about fasting, we're talking about uh, that could mean not only fasting food or, or sweets and meals here and there or fasting all 21 days. I wouldn't do that without making sure you're medically Condition, but it also could mean a soul fast, which would mean fasting Facebook, which could mean Instagram fasting, Instagram, Twitter, or any other technology that is consuming your life over Jesus. Maybe it's just your iPhone. Maybe it's your iPad. Uh, it could mean fasting video games, football games, cutting down or cutting out TV, etc. I told us I felt like the Lord told me you need to fast all teams, except for the Seahawks, okay, so, so if you're wondering if anything has a place higher than Jesus, that's the whole purpose of fasting, not only do we intercede for others, but you're fasting to put Jesus back in first place, and if you're wondering, you know, I just think I'm doing really good, you'll know if it means more to you if you give it up and you start having withdrawals, and you'll know, it could be Starbucks you're supposed to give up. Now, to help you overcome, we ordered 110 books. Like I said, go pick them up, and let's do this together. And over the 21 days, uh, we, we believe that God's going to pour out his presence like never before. You will see miracles begin to happen as you put God first in your life. And our 21 days of prayer and fasting will end on January 24th, like you heard from, from Dan as he was up here talking. And then we will have some prophetic uh, ministers coming in, to help us sharpen our spiritual vision. Listen, there's nothing like God confirming and speaking future over your life from someone who you never met. That all of a sudden, God spoke insight over your life. I've had it confirmed when we were back in Bible college where somebody actually literally prayed over our lives and told us we would be in the ministry. And I felt that in my heart, and so you need to know confirmation is a great thing. Now, uh, Friday night, the twenty-fourth, will be from six thirty till probably around nine. Uh, Mark Cargill will speak. We'll have child care and then Saturday morning, will be from nine to twelve thirty or so. John John Wilkins and his wife Elena will speak. And you need to know, John John Wilkins, uh, he started a church a few years ago in San Francisco, one of the hardest places in the world to start a church. They have a church of uh, over four hundred, I think now, and. Uh, you need to know that John John Wilkins has grown up seeing miracles. He saw, or I don't know if he saw it, but his grandfather was raised from the dead. So you, you want to be here for John John. He's amazing. And then Sunday morning, both Mark Cargill and John John will be speaking uh, at the services. And I believe we're going to see 2020 vision and some miracles uh, here at Harbor City Church. When you spend time putting God first and start listening to him share his heart with you, your spiritual vision and focus become clear, and it turns into 2020 spiritual vision. Look at these verses. First Corinthians 2, 9 through 12. But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. So that if you love God, he's wanting to, you, you don't even know what he's got in store for you. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, and uh, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now, we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely uh, been freely given to us by God. So God has things for us individually and corporately, that are far bigger than we can comp- comprehend. And as we seek Him, things will get clearer and clearer. Let me give you some definitions. You don't have to write these down. I'm going to give you these definitions. of spiritual vision. Spiritual vision. You, if you want, you can get out your iPhone, take a picture. All right. Here's a, a, a spiritual vision is a picture of the future that produces passion in you to pursue your future. Once you get a taste of it. Number two, spiritual vision is seeing the invisible and making it visible. Uh, Spiritual vision is the knowledge of the will of the Lord for my life, Colossians 1.9. Be assured that from the first day we heard of you, we haven't stopped praying for you, asking God to give you wise minds and spirits attuned to his will and so acquire a thorough understanding of the ways in which God Works. that's my prayer for all of us spiritual vision is a clear and compelling portrait of a preferable future so here are just a few things we see for harbor city church in 2020 number one we see 2020 vision for fellowship or relationships or friendships first corinthians 12:19. no matter how significant you are it is only because of what you are a part of in other words None of us are significant apart from each other. So we need to remember the church is in a building, it's a community. We will find our significance through relationships. You cannot grow without relationships in community without being part of a small group. There's nothing like people who are there for you in your marriage, your family, and your friendships. You also need to know this. In homes where the father never attends church, less than 2% of the children in those homes will attend church as grown-ups. Seven percent of saved children will help lead both of their parents to faith in Jesus Christ. That's why getting your friends here to, to our city kids is so important. Lead a child to Christ and they'll touch their parents. Twenty-three percent of saved wives and mothers will help lead their husbands and children to faith in Jesus Christ. But here I'm gonna talk to you men. men you need to get to that marriage seminar. You need to lead your family because 94% of saved husbands and fathers will help lead their entire family to faith in Jesus Christ. Come on, are men important? <laughs> men, do your job. Go after God. 20. We're going to have number two, 2020 vision for evangelism, which means we, we want to introduce more people to Jesus in Grace Harbor and beyond. We've been waiting to break the 400 barrier. Now we're going after 500. I'd love to stand in front of you next year and say, we average 500 in attendance, all right? Not because attendance matters, but because people matter, all right? This will come through local outreaches such as Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage. Invest, buy someone else a ticket beside yourself and, and pay that 70 bucks and take it to somebody you know that would never come here, but will go to the DNR theater and find Jesus Christ. And then other outreaches will come through Christmas gifts for families on Christmas Sunday, back to school marketplace, trunk or treat, Thanksgiving and Christmas baskets, City Kids Camp. And we're still looking at pursuing a third service, but lots of that depends on you, and I'll tell you why in just a moment. Here's number three, 2020 vision for discipleship. The word Christian, when somebody says, uh, what do you believe, or what are you? Say, I'm a Christian. A Christian tells people, "This is what I believe: Jesus died on the cross. He rose from the, uh, he was buried in a tomb, and he rose from the dead." The word disciple speaks of how we live. So, everyone is not just meant to be a Christian. You're meant to be a disciple because you are supposed to be one who reflects Jesus Christ to other people. So, not only should you be known for what you believe, but you should be known for how you behave. All right. And after Easter, we'll be doing a series called Potholes, and it's going to come from Proverbs. And you're going to learn how to see up close and how to miss the potholes before you go with, fall into them. My driveway is full of potholes. This is how I drive into my driveway. I come in like this. I, I drive. I I know that I straddle one pothole, then I swerve over here to straddle the other pothole, and then I swerve over here to miss the other pothole. And I want you guys to get some close-up vision, near vision, nearsightedness, where you see the potholes before you fall into them. All right? That'll come from the book of Proverbs. Number 4 2020, vision for worship. And that is this. When we gather together, we're a presence-driven church. So when people walk into this place, if they don't know the Lord yet, they sense God is here and they sense His love for their lives. And the same thing you are a worshiper. Wherever you go, people should sense the presence of God on your life because you spent time with him. That's a purpose-driven or a 2020 vision worship, all right? Now, 2020, number five, 2020 vision for ministry. This involves having a vision for serving others together. This is the only way we can introduce a third service next year. We need everybody doing their part. An acrostic for team is together. Everyone, a ministry. Everyone's involved. And and uh, how many have ever seen pictures uh, of the uh, uh, of the dots? They call them dot pictures. Connect the dots. All right. Now there's 288 dots. Thank you for that. 288 dots in this here. You kind of get an idea what it should look like. And let me just say this: I think everybody has an idea of what the church should look like. But if you're not connected, it messes up the picture. So it starts up there in the left corner with one, but right next to it on the right is 288. When you draw this picture and connect every dot, one with two, two with three, and so on, when it gets up there to 288, 288 connects with number one. So everybody needs to know, there's somebody on your right, there's somebody on your left, and if you think you don't matter, the picture will never be complete, and look the way it should, all right? Let's stand, That's, that's all I got time for. So here's some questions for you you need to think about. Have you seen God's vision for your life for 2020? And some of you would say, yeah, I've got 2020 all figured out. Well, you have 2025 figured out. You have 2030 figured out because that's what God wants you to know this morning. All right, we're gonna believe now as we sing that God's gonna open up some spiritual eyes and you're gonna see a victory. So let's worship and sing this song together.
2: You take with the enemy man for evil and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take with the enemy man for evil and you turn it for good. You turn it for good, I just declare. You take with the enemy. Turn it for good. You turn it for good. We believe it now. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn.
0: you know there's an enemy it's here to blur your vision he's here to take out through distraction through busyness by focusing your minds on different things instead of on the lord and i'm here to tell you today god is here to clear up your vision he's going to change things in your life like you wouldn't believe but it all starts with a relationship with jesus christ if you don't know the lord or at one time you did but you just feel like man i really need to recommit today Uh, If that's you, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand in just a moment because you know the Holy Spirit is drawing you